0: girl what's going on hi good morning this is the dare show podcast where i talk music i talk pop culture so something was on twitter last night i want to discuss it and um it was the someone had started the most you know there's always these threads these like anniversary threads, getting annoying at this point, because everybody's saying the same songs every four months, but anyways, this one was a little different, it was called The Most cancel, Cancelable Slash Passionate Opinion, I mean, okay, wait, <laughs> Most Cancelable Slash Passionate Unpopular Opinion on the Album or Era, and it was just like, you know, all of Beyonce's Bodies of Work um, albums. So I was like doing it like let me just do it on my podcast. Uh we can have like an open discussion. You can agree, we can disagree. Um I think I agreed mostly with a lot of the people were saying. Um on the ones that I did look up. I didn't look up Dangerously in love. So we're gonna start with Dangerously in Love. I wasn't around really much for that era, but I could talk about the album. Um <laughs> The album is really delicious. I don't play it a lot because I don't necessarily like Young Beyonce. That's so weird. I don't like like Young Beyonce, but I'll listen to Destiny Child, and I'll listen to The Writing's on the Wall. I think The Writing's on the Wall is probably my favorite body of work at the moment. Um, I can just go to it and play like Tam Bops, but. but dangerously in love i don't listen to it a lot and i'm not (laughs) complaining but i am just like i don't necessarily like young beyonce in my opinion you know from you know it's definitely good i'm not hating on it but from like crazy in love to not crazy in love let's pick like um what's a good vocal Yes. Not yes. Speechless, maybe? I don't know. From like speechless to I care. I'm choosing like, I care. Uh Yeah. Or resentment from like Dangerously in love. This song is so ugly. <laughs> It's better live. It's definitely better live. I skip that every time. I have not listened to that song. Like the track, actual track, years. I mean, probably since like 16 years or something like that. Um, Great songs. Um, Crazy in Love. This song does not make any sense. I look just so deep in your eyes. No, the verses. The verses don't make any sense. I look and stare so deep in your eyes. You touch... Okay, I'm forgetting the words. Um, the verses make no sense. Especially the second verse. It's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's my opinion on crazy and Love. Uh, the videos. The videos are solid. The videos are cute. Ain't nothing, you know... Like I said, we definitely progress. But, you know, she's always had like a good budget. Um, and a good uh, what's it called um, idea a good treatment for her videos the weird moments um, the big moments that really everybody talk about you know the VMAs that she did I think crazy love with baby boy baby boy that outfit is just not it <laughs> that red and gold <sighs> Indian theme with the fur and the giant, giant hair. That outfit is just not it. I don't think it fitted her well. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, there was like drama about the outfits or something like that. I don't know. And then that BET wig where she did Crazy in Love, that BET wig was not it. (laughs) It looked like a wig and yikes but overall you know the performances were really good you know she came down swinging from the chandeliers of the vmas and she had that big beyonce um light platform thingy stage on a stage thingy um yeah who's funding all of this for this woman okay let's move along to b-day b-day is where i started paying attention a lot more um b-day i don't think i have anything negative to say about b-day um except for like the um irreplaceable was such a random hit like i was not expecting irreplaceable although i still i did not i didn't care at them at that time about charts and stuff i was just you know jamming to the music trying to learn the fucking words to these songs um irreplaceable was like I said, it's such a random it came out of no <laughs> It came out of no freaking where. Like what you mean to the left, to the left. Everybody, everybody's to the left, to the left. And it was just like the longest running single she had forever. No, I'm kidding. I don't know about the facts, but it's just like oh my god, here we go again. Everybody's talking about irreplaceable to the point where irreplaceable really became like, sh- okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I kind of only feel like that with her. I don't feel like that with like Mariah. I don't feel like that. Well, Lady Gaga, she doesn't have that many number ones. Um, But Lady Gaga definitely burnt millions reasons into art and brain, into where it... it Everybody bought it, and it was, like, number three on the charts. Um, but Irreplaceable, that was the beginning of the... Can we not do this song? You know, even though Crazy in Love doesn't make sense, I'm not mad at Crazy in Love like that. Like, that's really her signature. Um, but, yeah, Irreplaceable became very annoying. But I love... Oh, I love the, uh, the Spanish, the one she went to, um... I think she was in Spain, and it was like the American Music Awards. she was golden she was on tour she had the, like this beautiful hair and she did the little Spanish version of irreplaceable and then went into the right the English and then the to the left to the left I thought the with my favorite um the uh Sugarland when they did it um some awards show I don't remember, and she had that oh 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 oh, I think it was billboard. Where's the billboard? She had the black leather and red and yellow uh, shirt, and the shoes to match. What? <laughs> it was like totally, uh, like glamorous, toned down. It was really good. Uh, to the layer, to the layer. I love that. That was a good one. Um, but she was very busy, right? She she was busy, busy on the American Express commercial. All these things were like really fun, um the amani the b day phone, <laughs> or is it the beyonce phone? I forget um the dream girls dream girls listen, promotion uh I think that probably helped a lot. Um, it was just jam-packed, the movie. I'm noticing, like, she'll do, like, the last two albums were, like, even three, if you count self-titled, um, with Queen Tara, Tara, whatever, uh, Great Costumes on the Tour, Great Tour, uh, and this started the video thing but what i was just confused why was the album shot in two weeks i mean made in two weeks allegedly and then why was um why was these videos shot in two weeks also like what was the rush for i really didn't understand that she gonna have to tell us what was the rush for because she's like i wanted to shoot a video i think there was like one song she didn't shoot she did it for listening. She did it for flaws. Oh my gosh! Remember Desiree? She, so I was listening to somebody, and they were talking about Desiree, and they were a big fan of Desiree. I was just listening to somebody, and they were talking about Desiree. I was like, um, and whoever Desiree like was like, a, I think she's an island woman. She's from from the islands, and something, something, something. But Desiree. I don't know how Matthew let this slip. Desiree did not approve of her version, which I have on um, my B-Day CD, my B-Day um, re-release CD. Uh, I'm still in love kissing you. Beautiful song. She's in here, so beautiful. Beyonce really is one of my favorite vocalists. Guess I'm about to go into some mess and a couple of eras. I'm about to say some stuff, but she really is one of my favorite vocalists. She can, to me, like I said, she can sing anything. Um, Still in love, kissing you is such a beautiful song. It's such a, I feel like we tap, we started to tap, 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 tap into her as a person because those the way she just emotes those lyrics. Oh my goodness! But Desiree sued them. Oh no, no, she just Oh yeah, yeah, I think she did sue them. And then she was like, "You got to take this off of the album." So she ended up taking the. I'm like, Matthew, how did you, how did you not get the approval from Desiree to sing this song? Like, is, uh, what? And then I believe they re-released. They stopped selling those copies, and re-released the copies without. Them. <laughs> but then that second CD. The Spanish era, you know, I guess she's just following the blueprint from like Mariah and all of the other, you know, nineties singers. Um with the Spanish version, like the three thousand version three thousand versions of listen and beautiful liar it was just way too fucking much amor, amor gitano is my favorite song ever it's why i thought it's top five top five okay i hope you're on the train because i'm on the spanish amor gitano train i would love the video for that that would have been a, i think a beautiful video um with her and fernando i don't know his name um that that's a that's a beautiful song, right there. The others with you know Sasha singing, <laughs> Sasha singing Spanish and Beyonce singing Spanish and her mama singing is like no cut it, we're done. I can't take it anymore. I'm trying to think. Um, oh. uh Welcome to Hollywood, which which was also on there. Such a great song. This era was really good, really, really good, really good fashion. She's really glamorous, and then we go into I Am Sasha Fierce, where it was sort of toned down glamorous. Like I think I don't think she's wearing that much makeup. Yeah, because of the Oscar. <laughs> did she not wear makeup to the Oscars when she she did first of all she she had her hair tied back she didn't wear I don't think she wore a lot of makeup to the oscars and then um she wore house of dairy yarn. you know what oh have, times have changed okay um but b day was such a fun it was fun it was fun. Oh, oh, okay, last thing about B Day. I don't I couldn't keep up with I think for me and their culture in a sense, once you put out a video, it's synonymous, it's synonymous with it being a single. So then once she put out she started she, you know, she released all these videos, I was not sure what was next. I don't even think I cared, but I definitely wasn't sure what was next the next single after Irreplaceable. Uh, Ring the alarm. So it's it's better live. The blue. It just seemed like it's so structured. Um, the it's a lot of singing and it's a lot of sirens. It's loud, but ring the alarm. Beautiful video. Okay, that video. the 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 ombre on say yes, baby. The Deja Vu, the Ombre Anse, I think those are the only two videos where she had, like, uh, uh irreplaceable might have been a little bit of touched up. But Ombre Anse, but yeah, like I'm saying, um, it was hard to figure out what was, it was, I think maybe even the public, after Irreplaceable, it was definitely difficult to see what was the next single, because I don't think anything charted that well after that, <laughs> after Irreplaceable. <laughs> which is so weird how you know you have all these you know i think deja vu was like three or four number three or four on the billboard and then irreplaceable i don't think ring the alarm charted too high on the I think maybe on the r&b charts might have charted well but yeah at this point nobody was like listening to charts like i said um let's go on to the i am sasha fierce ever everybody does not like this album Sometimes I'll skip, like, every, okay. Back then, when it came out, this was my shit. I played this left, right, front, and center. I played this to death. I I know every word off of I Am and Sasha Freitas. Thank you to my cousins who bought me the full. That was wrong of her to do. (laughs) Let's start there. Wait, first of all, the leaks are really good, Right? um beautiful paint i forget that song name but it's such a i was alone you were here forever to bleed forever to bleed and then sweet dreams which was called beautiful nightmare at the time or somebody had named it that excuse me those leaks were fan-fucking-tastic right and it was like that one it was the one website i remember and it would just play it over and over and over and over And then I think I was able to download it. Anyways, those were, yeah, those were some fucking amazing songs. I need the full quality, please. (sighs) That's the overall message. Please give us the full qualities of the leaks or full qualities of these songs you just, you know, we have snippets of. Jesus. But anyways, um, the leaks are really good. And then what was I talking about? The there's a standard version and then there's an expanded version or whatever you want to call it. with like the standard version has like four or five songs of each. No, it's like four. I think it's like <laughs> it was like four songs of each album on there, and then the extended version has like all the songs, which was so ridiculous. Beyonce, what was that for? That was that you just money hungry. There was no point of doing that. Um, but I played that album out. You know, if I were a boy, was my ringtone. (sighs) The diva vert, the diva video is such a great video. Um, okay, let me get to my notes. Oh yeah, I burned that album out. Um, this is where single ladies put her into the stratosphere, um, of like Michael Jackson stardom number one everybody's doing it you know that gimmick kind of thing still you know she has a lot of these gimmicks not gimmicks but um these things that go with these cliche a lot of her music is very cliche or like the the hooks it's very hooky like this is a hook a lot of the hooks are very cliche crazy look at so crazy crazy in love um Crazy enough to the left, to the left, um, put a ring on it the You know, those kind of like cliche, simple, re, simple, um, references. I, I don't think it was a reference, but simple words. You know, they're taking it, put it to a beat. We bop and lock to it. Um, but yes, yeah, so the single lady's definitely changed her career um uh, i don't think she had a sold out show i mean i think every show was sold out on that freaking tour everybody was talking about her halo i mean it was it was really good money and creatives put into the first part of the videos so the second videos ego what did i write down ego hearted girl was like girl let's go to the beach <laughs> let's go and play um, ego, broken-hearted girl, video phone. Those videos were womp, womp, womp. Like the ego video, if you look at it in color, you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it's just her like dancing around on a chair. The video phone video. I like video phone. Okay. The video was too much. Much it was like what the first color video, besides sweet Sue dreams, even had yeah, Sue dreams even had um black and white to it. I'm sorry, I think video phone was the first color, and then they had Lady Gaga in it. It was a lot, it was a, okay. I'm thinking it was a lot going on with the videos. Um, I think Lady Gaga was a part of that re-release or the remix or something uh etta james that etta, it was a lot going on with her She had a hair brown i wish she would not have sung um at last so much because there were other, at last is like the last song i want to hear at this point She'd burnt that out also. I think it was like the Obama thing. She I want to sing it for the people. Keep that over there. Um, off of the Cadillac, Cadillac Records soundtrack, At Last definitely was the last song that needed to be sung. There were, you know, I read Trust in Me. Trust in Me. And, uh, oh, my God. All You Do there's so much so many great better songs for her to sing other than at last um but like the movie the album coming out what is the ever can get it done with i am sasha fierce That whole like who is sasha Fears bang yeah, the the internet starting to boom right that's what really catapulted single ladies everybody wants to be like Beyonce so let's recreate the video tons of recreations of the videos this was like the first viral moment right um in like 2009 2008 Uh, she worked herself out she worked herself she had all the tv specials I am in Vegas. Let's do this Vegas show right quick while we're rehearsing. Well, you know, during soundtrack during the I Am regular tours, it was just like, what the hell? This lady really works a lot. Um, the okay. Here's my opinion. I the I Am tour audio. I think is a little dubbed. I think while she was editing. On final cut pro she was dubbing I, and then yeah they're like i think at the time everything you know everything was kind of new and fresh let's do like snippets of each show from each country that was cute but then hindsight you know 2023 2022 i'm sorry that shit is annoying to look at like oh my gosh pick one pick one I pick one performance from each. and not like mid performance, or in three different countries. Um, but the audio, I think, is dubbed because if you listen to Freakum Dress, oh my god, the uh, the uh, the audio is so heavily edited. I mean, the um, CD version is so heavily edited. There's no video phone. There's no um, Freakum Dress extended. There's, there's like. Ending and beginning Freakum Dresses. Uh, Dress stuff. Um, I think we're missing some Naughty Girl stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a lot missing from the D- the CD, then the DVD, and then the tour itself was missing from the DVD. But I think the audio is done, because if you listen to Freakum Dress, and let me get back on point, if you listen to Freakum Dress, she's like, take me yeah.' And then there's like this take me, the last take me higher and it's like a growl. And it's like, I don't, I've watched plenty of the I Am Tour videos on YouTube and I have not seen that part anywhere. Like it must've been like some rare occasion, but I didn't see it. Um, I think that's all I have to say. The fashion definitely complimented on the tour you know terry mcglaire i talked about this in my top 15 favorite beyonce tour costumes the fashion on the fashion on that tour definitely complemented the theme of the tour and sasha fierce it was very camp now i'm thinking about it it's very camp that like um sasha fierce section very camp radio um ego, like the vest, everything's very camp, and I think that's definitely what Sasha Fierce is at the end of the day, um, very eccentric, very camp person, lady, do you remember the tour was, um, had a completely different set list, the first, like, couple of shows, she completely rearrange the set list. Uh, I wish you would have. Uh, it was pretty good. It was really good. I was going to say deja vu, but it was pretty good. Um, anything else I want to say? The performances were really great. The only performance I did not like. I like the the um, American Music Awards performance. The um, the VMAs. Of course, everybody loves that one. I need a man. I need a man. Um, The only one I didn't like was the Sweet Dreams. Uh, I think she was, like, getting burnt out. But that Sweet Dreams one, it was a single, but she did not act like it was a fucking single. Like, girl, get out here and sing this song. (sighs) Sweet Dreams. At the Europe Music Awards or something, where she was wearing the lingerie. It was weird. The lingerie the singing like two minutes of it the vocals are sick that's the only thing about it the vocals are sick the choreography is sick but the dancers costume her costume and then the ending like with the men and the eye patches whoosh and doing like the weird sound it was just like what the fuck we're just running out of ideas i think she was drunk that night but anyways let's move along to four So we're start we're still talking about my most cancel cancelable, passionate, unpopular opinions on Beyonce's album and the errors that she has. Let's go move on to four. I'm trying to get the name of the person on Twitter who started this. Um so four. It was exciting, very exciting time. We're still sort of on the rise on um, on the backs of... Okay, this is from... The person who started this is Don't Hurt Yourself with a bunch of weird letters on Twitter. Um, so we're still on the rise, on the ending of I Am if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like a year. Yeah, I think the DVD came out in like, yeah, 2010. So we're still, you know, she's like, I took a break. <laughs> it's like, girl, you ain't really taking a break. Now she's taking a break. <laughs> I took a break and I'm refreshed. And it was so fun. It was so exciting. The started with the um, American Idol shit. Which was uh, like this new thing um, for her. I, mean, I don't think she's ever done anything like that, but it was fun. It was exciting. The leaps really popped it off for me. I was so excited for this album. Um, I had to. I got my copy. The, of course, the extended version or whatever you call it, with uh, "Dance for You." Ooh, that's all I can remember. Lay Up Under and School and Life. Oh, my God. How did I forget that? Um, Great photo shoots for the album. Beautiful, beautiful visuals, um, photo shoot-wise. And I didn't even realize, you know, the designer she used on that um, photo shoot, she eventually used for, like, the tours and Ravel, I believe, She still fed us. Even though Sister Ivy Carter kind of, you know, pushed us in a different direction. Was she was she I think she was definitely grateful for. She was like, if I didn't have this child, I would still be pushing out music and pushing out videos and even though she still pushed out a lot of videos after so far i think it was like september after september she kind of you know went on maternity leave and but she still fed us with like roseland which is a crazy thing i did not expect that to happen um i think she was you know just doing stuff just to go to maternity leave, <laughs> put her stocks in to go to maternity leave. The music videos still, you know, I Am Sasha Fierce had a ton of music videos. And then I kind of thought that thing was going to keep going. Even with like this, it kind of seemed like that thing was going to keep going, you know, run the world. Best thing I ne- Oh, best thing I never had. I don't like that song. <laughs> that is not my favorite song. And I think she she's never performed. She's only performed it like twice. Three times at the most. I think the best performance of that song is on Jimmy Fallon with The Roots. They revamped that song and made it so much more interesting. I think, did they make it an R&B song? Probably. Because it's definitely a pop song. Um, I th- It's a cute video. I'm not going to lie. You, you know, she has cute videos. But that song was just not it tag not that one um she definitely did heavy promotion like i said american idol and then that um pre-tour that summer tour with the festivals and ended up at glastonbury which is like big moments um glastonbury the baby the vmas the love on top of it all um Run the World. I was obsessed with this song. The second verse is definitely my favorite. It's definitely, to me, better than the first verse. Um, Any other songs on the album that I don't like? I don't like Party. Like I said, I love these songs at the time, but, you know, 2022, Party's a skip. I think. Some days it's a skip, but it's not my favorite anymore. Structurally, it's incredible. I don't think a lot of singers have a song like that, where, you know, you have, like, all these different harmonies. It's very Beyonce, it's on Beyonce's brand. Having all these harmonies as leads, singing this one song. It's very on brand. It's very, it was genius at the time. Genius. And then Kanye on it. No, wait. Andre, I'm sorry. Andre 3000 on there. Sick. It was really good. It's just not my favorite anymore. Um, but run the world, I feel like she has burnt us out with that. It's definitely on the irreplaceable single ladies train. I feel like she there's there could be a way to revamp single ladies irreplaceable and even run the world. <laughs> Um, What else? I think that's all I have to say. She fed us. It was, it was you know, a sh- sort of short, but very good error on her own as a manager. I think finding her way still. Chart-wise, maybe album su- um success-wise, it definitely didn't do a lot, but I think as an impact, this is where, you know, her impact still remained the same. With um Run the World, Everybody Loves Love on Top. Yeah. Who Run the World? Girls. Fun. And then we move on to self-titled. Baby. Well, let me get comfortable. I have a love and hate relationship with self-titled. 2022. There are a lot of heavy hitters on this album. Is that what it's called? Is it called self-titled? Or is it just called Beyonce? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we... do we name it self-titled? I don't think she did. Never mind. There are a lot of heavy hitters on this album. And then there are a lot of like, what the fuck is going on? I like blow, but I only really like the. I like the. I like the chorus. I don't like the. <sighs> no wait, there's something about blow I don't like, and I don't remember. <laughs> like I like blow. Okay, let, we could just <sighs> let's just do it. Pretty hurts. I this album, I think. Her first album of putting these talkings, these you know, speeches and talkings and stuff in it, and sort of interpolating whatever the word is, meshing it with her actual performances. Do I find it unnecessary now? Definitely to tell the story and then there's like the story thing like i think after a certain song the story kind of falls off because it's like what the hell happened like how did we get here um there definitely was a story told and then it kind of it definitely falls off i think like after jealous or right before jealous the song the story is let me get on track this story isn't great um pretty hurts I think it should have been a better, a bigger hit. I don't think it hit everybody the same. She definitely is singing on that. It's, I was just singing, listening to this yesterday. Like, I love Pretty Hurts. Um, and then there's Ghost. This is where Judgmental Beyonce definitely comes out. We kind of see it um, on the Life is But a Dream documentary. But she's very getting very judgmental of society. You know, this is 2013, 2014. Social media is definitely popping. Twitter, um, Vine, all these different social medias are popping and paparazzi's in her face. This is the beginning of her being separated from the public. And I mean that in interviews Behind-the-scenes footage, we don't get a lot of after this, during, after this. um, But yeah, subtitled titled is, and then the leaks, I think, pissed her off. While she was working... Okay, wait. Let me take this one step at a time. Okay, so while she was working on the album... No, 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 no. She had made the album. She's still putting finishing touches on it. She's on tour. She has this child. She has a husband. She has this career. Um, she's on tour making these music videos. Which now I'm like... She's like, her team was like, what the fuck? But I'm, you're on tour making these videos. You're not... <laughs> You're not chilling at home making this, you know, video your first priority like you probably did with B-Day Anthology. And then, you know, you have a child. You know, a lot of things, a lot of elements are going on at this time. So, I'm like, yeah, this is, this was a lot. Because she was like, her team was like, no, this is not, we don't want to do it. Or no, she didn't say that. But they were like, eh, we're kind of confused. But I'm like, why would you be confused when, you know, she's done this pretty much her entire solo career at this point, making all these videos. Um But I think it was like, um, we're on tour, girl. Can we just focus on one thing? And then, you know, okay, wait. So I think the grown woman and standing on the sun Pissed her off because then there's like all these different versions of grown woman, and then she doesn't put the grown woman on the album, but she put the she put the video, the sick ass video. Oh my god, that's a sick ass video. She definitely used that I am tour money and reinvested it in herself and baby. The videos on this album are disgusting. The quality, the fashion, the hair. (sighs) Along with making these videos, I definitely think she was coming of age and trying to find herself. And sex definitely put us there. To me, yeah, it was like a little bit more sexual, But it wasn't anything Naughty Girl wasn't giving. It wasn't anything Dance For You wasn't giving. It wasn't anything, um, I think there's a lot of sexy songs. Yeah, on B-Day. Dance For You, Naughty Girl. All these different, you know, still, you know, sexy songs with sexual innuendos in them. Sure, it's a little bit more vulgar, but I'm like, what's the point? why are y'all hyping i feel like it was a hype to it um i hated Drunken love i hated Drunken love when it first came out i was like what the fuck is this the song structure was weird it was like five minutes (laughs) and she still performs like three minutes of the song now she has not performed that last verse I loved Exo, though. Exo was my girl. Exo. Your love is bright as ever, even in the shadows. Baby, kiss me. The album definitely did sound different than her other work. But it's definitely a progression. Um... Rocket is such a great song, like that, and then that formation tour. Where is that? Yeah, that formation tour. I'm gonna call it the formation tour because I think that formation tour definitely elevated some of these songs that, from um, the Beyonce self titled album. Great, 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 great. What else do I want to say? Um, because I was just watching it, yeah. Like I said, I think the, those leaks pissed her off, because here we are again, this is like the root, we're in the thick of Beyonce is separating herself from society she's not being as open, she's not, She you know, she's on tour, you know, I guess you an know, artist doesn't like leaps, but I really feel like that pissed her off, because then she performs it, you know, randomly and then she puts it on her show but it's still not on Is it on the album or is it just not on? No, it's not on the album. Maybe it's on title. I don't know. (sighs) Story is... Yeah, the story is kind of shaky after Jealous. And then there's such heavy hitters like Jealous. Jealous is a fucking fantastic song. No Angel is such, you know, vocally such a great song. Um... Rocket is such a great song. M- mine, her part, is I'm the only part I listen to. I don't listen to mine after the second verse. No thank you, Drake. I um, think, you know, I feel like she's kind of going in with that trend. Uh, what's after that? Oh, Flawless and bow Down. The Chimundi... Oh my god, I'm gonna mess up her name. I'm not gonna say her name. Um that created yeah, I think the interpolations of like the people talking and Edmund Man Ed McMahon, those made this album a uh, um that those things made this album <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, different at the time. And then the, I just hate that. Like, I don't, I'm not a hater, but I just like the whole, like, now because of Beyonce releasing her album on a Friday, they had to change the whole, like, <laughs> it's so annoying. This, fits, this is where she became annoying with, like, the surprise albums of the surprise content. I think it's just the Virgo in her just, like, jumping out and trying to have control over things. When society, you know, everybody wants a single. Everybody doesn't listen to albums. it's just complaining. And it's like, get on the train, ho! Get on the train. And now it's just, like, the surprise shit is so annoying. Carrie Underwood does as well. Carrie Underwood tells you here's my album, in two months you can buy it, in two months we buy it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's all she has to do. Nothing's been leaked since then. In terms of like Lemonade and Black is King, I'm just like, oh, that's all you have to do. I don't, I don't know. Nothing was leaked except for like, like, thing like the dream talking. (laughs) The only leak you have is the dream, and he's talking and not making a lot of sense. This album, definitely, we peek into her social themes, right? Um, feminism, working at a young age. we different. You know, we could talk about Heaven and, you know, her her um, coping with people who have passed away. Um, blue. Such a beautiful, those vocals, sick. Oh, my God. I wish I were blue. Because I would be like, I want. I want a song, named after me, with sick vocals. Um, The... I forgot about this. The... Yeah, the surprise element, and then the changing the world was annoying. The platinum edition. What the fuck was that? I'm learning these platinum editions with these re-releases aren't the best for her. B-Day... I think there was, like, a remix album for I Am Sasha a Fierce. Uh, this one. What, what what was that? Somebody somebody reminded me. I hated 7-Eleven. I love all her videos. I think all her videos are sick. The 7-Eleven video was so fucking fun. The song was trash. I love it live, though. And then the, the um, bridge... After the bridge, the vote, the harmonies, it's my ringtone. It's been my ringtone for years now. The UK. And then she did it, like, she broke it off. She broke it into pieces. Like, she made it the um, intro during uh, Made in America. I think even the Formation Tour, too. Made in America and Global Citizens Festival. Like, that's so fucking sick. That's the Beyonce that just excites my being excites my soul those harmonies um but then there was like blow with homeboy there was that Kanye West are drunk people did like ring off I'm guessing but I liked ring off (laughs) I I listened to ring off I do like ring off but other than that that platinum edition was throw it in the trash throw it away next I think she was finding herself, oh, okay, this is the last point. I think she was finding herself making these videos, being on tour. I think she had laid the, plat- the bass, the blueprint with the songs when she had recorded all these songs in the Hamptons with, you know, breastfeeding, being a mother, trying to get herself back. I think she had laid the blueprint down. But when she was making the videos, she's out on tour, hustling. It was a thing. And so, you know, it was like her coming of age, her trying to find herself. Um, And you definitely hear it in the music and, you know, the feminism thing. Um, I don't think a lot, I think only, I don't know how well Exo did, but "Drunken Love went to number two. And at this point of her career, I think, you know, a lot of things are hitting the brink three and four number twos um yeah it was an interesting time a lot of hype but yeah that's the thing it was a lot of hype to it but chart wise nothing really stuck except for drunk and I was that, that's the shocking part and it becomes, you know, the gimmick thing with, I woke up like this, all the single ladies to the left, to the left, you know, that hype thing around the world, girls, that hype thing definitely, I mean, that gimmick thing, I don't want to call it a gimmick, but let's just call it a gimmick. The gimmick thing definitely hyped it up. Um. Yeah, a very interesting time. <laughs> I would go back to this time. Just to relive it but not to like live what I was living in it. But I will go back to the time. Uh very interesting. Uh so this is the last part. Uh this is I'm gonna do another episode and I'm gonna pick up with lemonade. And so thank you for listening to the Dare Show podcast. Um I'm on Spotify music, I'm on, I mean Spotify Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm also uploading these to YouTube or you can look for the Dare Show. And yeah, thank you for subscribing. Um, just let's talk about it. I want to know what everybody's opinions are. I think I agree with mostly everybody's opinions. Um, this is not, Self Titled is not my favorite album. Self Titled was an interesting error. I do like the, you know, new wig and new sort of set list for the Miss Carter show. The Miss Carter show was fun. A lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Actually, so we want that one. Okay. Or uh, Who are we making cookies for, boo? The no. whole family.